Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 68. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I have touched base. Uh, fake Bryn still exists. Um, I'm sure that she listened to episode 66 and then was drawn to go listen to episode 51. Uh, she wanted her award for being a part of the best episode of the year. Uh, probably why our trip home was so eventful as it was. Um, so yeah, she exists, folks. Lovely individual, lovely girl. I'm personally doing fantastic. Classes start on Tuesday of next week, the 25th. For some reason, I don't know why. Do you guys know why we don't have classes on Monday? Steve, was... is that smoke detector attached to the ceiling? Uh, it's not a smoke detector. What is it? It's like a piece of metal. I have no idea. The bell? It looks like it. I don't know. I'll touch it. You're going to shock yourself, dude. What if it's the self-destruct button? Um, It looks like something used to hang out of this hole. Perhaps a ceiling fan of sorts. But these ceilings, as you can see, in my five foot nine stature are very low. Do you so think it was a ceiling a... fan right here? Is this going to be... likely be dangerous? Will, will, think... will, will listeners be seeing this on the Gone Bridge Instagram? I doubt it. Or not Instagram, the uh, YouTube page. I'm not making a YouTube page. Nice. <laughs> you think that there used to be a pole attached to that? I doubt it. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, um, we got a guest on the show today. Yep. Jake, we already did the interview. Spoiler alert. This is the future, and we're going to put you in the past. And then put you in the past again, because we also recorded the outro already. We kind of did things backwards. This is the last thing we were recording. Um, we got Jake from Section 10, not from State Farm. Jake from Section 10. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Local uh, kid. Yeah. Local North Shore kid. North Shore. I'm personally closer to the South Shore, Greater Boston. But um, North Shore is eh, whatever. It's I. Jake represents them well. You know, if everybody from North Shore was more like Jake, I'd probably like it a little bit more. If you're from the North Shore and you're listening to this right now, uh, congratulations on your roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Connecticut, so I don't know what any of that means. But um, yeah, Jake was great. New producer for uh, for Section 10. And yeah, that's uh, that's about it. So we got we got, you know, interview with him. And then we got a little fun segment at the end of the show. Silly segment. You say you've been saying silly a lot lately. I don't know how I feel about that. I I actually was when I was listening back to the last episode. There was a string of like a minute where you said it like four times. I was like, "What? What's going on here?" Yes, I was just in a silly mood. What are you boycotting that word? Were you too good for it? Here, Kloss and fever feverishly (laughs) typing in the. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) anyways uh yeah we're just gonna throw this right into the interview so without further ado jake from section 10 all right here we go we're joined today by jake from section 10 jake thanks for uh hopping on the show today how we doing pretty good appreciate you having me boys yeah, of course. So, new Section 10 producer. Assume you're a big Sox fan. Uh, want to talk a little bit about how you got into the Red Sox and 
how long you've been a fan for? Yeah, so good question. I think probably since I was a kid, just because my dad um, always grew up watching the Sox with me. He's pretty much a, a 162 guy. He watches every game. Um, so that definitely is where I started. And then, yeah, like my grandma, when I was a kid, was a big fan, and we would go to a lot of games. Um, so I, I love all Boston sports, but Sox are definitely my number one. 162 is that's dedication. I mean, I can't even watch 162. Like those <laughs> those Tuesday afternoon games against like the Mariners or the Rangers or something. Like I'm I'm catching the highlights. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Sox in yeah, two the yeah. next day. Yeah, Sox in two. Sox in two is the best thing that the Red Sox and Nesson have ever done. I think my dad would actually agree. He he'll text me at like one in the morning sometimes if he fell asleep during the night game and just be like, "Yep, just saw Rafi's." bomb or something like that it's yeah it's hilarious yeah when they're on the west coast games last till like 2 a.m it's ridiculous yeah but uh so obviously you're the producer now for section 10 so how did you get into like the production side of stuff like this and have you done any like previous projects that were uh significant before yeah so in college i studied journalism um i decided to leave my senior year to pursue um filmmaking so videography is really the main thing that I do and that was like my pitch to section 10 when I was first trying to reach out to them um so I was reaching out to them like before Steve left like before they were talking about needing a producer um and then once they needed a producer I was like yeah I can do that too I'd I'd done a couple podcasts for people like random freelance jobs nothing like super consistent but I knew how to get the job done I knew how to record knew how to get it up and make promo videos so I was like that could be a good thing too. I can produce it and I can also make videos for them once the season starts. So I pitched myself as a videographer ending up just producing and I'll do video when the season starts. So with that, do you think that once the season starts going, are you going to start like following these guys around like MTV style and like making <laughs> videos for them? Or like, do you guys have a plan yet for what, uh, or can you even tell us what you guys are planning on doing? Cause that sounds sick. Like I would love more section 10, like visual content. Yeah, we do have the YouTube channel, but yeah, definitely kind of what you're talking about. Like, I don't know if you guys follow other barstool stuff, but like stool scenes, they sort of have the behind the scenes um, type stuff going on in the office. Um, I think so. Jared and I have talked about doing vlogs at Fenway during the year. Um, So like they've obviously had stuff in the past where people were filming on phones and cameras and putting up reactions from games. But I definitely want to take it to more of like a day in the life or like going to a game type video um, where maybe they're like, we bring a mic and we're like asking fans questions and stuff, or just more of like the whole experience of going to the game and not just like quick reactions of like home runs and stuff like that. So um, we, we don't have uh, like a really solid plan yet. We're, we're still just like seeing how it's going. I mean, we don't even know when the season is going to start yet, obviously. Um, But yeah, there, there definitely will be a lot more video content, which I'm excited for. Sweet. That's sweet. I was going to actually ask you, like, what, uh, how are you feeling about the chances the season starts on time? I know I feel like each person has like a different opinion on if they think something's going to get done or not, but how are you feeling on that? Yeah. And it's, it's tough because no one, I feel like really knows what they're talking about. They're all just going on hunches, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously not looking great right now. I would have, I would have liked them to have talks that progressed a little further than where we're at, which is like pretty much nowhere. Um, you know, I hope, like we just wake up one day and see that tweet, like talks have significantly progressed or something like that. Um, just kind of waiting on any sort of news. Cause right now everyone's just picking things out of thin air. So 
yeah, I mean, right now it's not looking great. Um, if we missed a month, that would definitely suck even more than that. Um, so I'm just, just hoping, hoping we wake up one day and see that, that tweet that we came to an agreement. It won't be a Ken Rosenthal tweet. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way the meetings are set up, it's like, they don't even meet that often. And then I think there was either one that just happened this week or it might happen next week. And like you said, they just never go anywhere and then they don't even talk about it again for like however long. So the process is just kind of broken, I think. Hopefully this Yeah, I wish there. they had a more a more legit like this is when we're gonna decide things, but no, it's definitely just they're free balling it. So yeah, and I it's mean tough to know. it's tough too. It's just like I feel like the MLB last year gained so much momentum. I mean they were pulling some of the highest, you know, ratings on TV in, in years. I mean, and I feel like they've done a better job of, you know, trying to do social media stuff, trying to grow, grow the game. And now this happens. It's just, they, I feel like they just cannot get out of their own way. It seems these past couple of years, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. And it's just, it's tough as Red Sox fans too. Cause we obviously had such an exciting year last year. Like we want to see more baseball. Um, it ended in such a quick fashion where we thought we were going further than that. But yeah, I mean, it's just hope. And we also got that, like we've been on that, this cliffhanger since the lockout started too. I mean, just hours before, before, you know, the work stoppage happened, we get Jackie Bradley jr. We trade around trade away Hunter Renfro. So like, haven't heard from Haim on that. I mean, I think the three of us kind of agreed that, you know, that was like a prerequisite to something else that was going to happen. And now, We've just been waiting. So it's, it's kept us on the edge of our seats. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's time to, to start to, to move this forward. Cause you know, for Red Sox fans, there's still a ton of question marks for, for what's going to happen next year. No, you're right about that. I remember when we first started recording that episode, it was at like midnight that night. Um, and we got, or the, the Alex Benellis trade happened. Um, we got him on the show and like, 20 minutes that was crazy but yeah. yeah it did so much was going on that night that it was like all right like we're gonna get a bunch of news now like we're gonna get some answers to all these questions we have and then out of nowhere just everything shut off so I feel you on that for sure yeah do you have anything like any hopes like any guys that you want the Sox to either re-sign or sign once this whole walkout is over and they can start negotiating contracts just still yeah. like I think nobody's been signed yet right other than like Scherzer Scherzer yeah yeah, pretty much no one. Um, I mean, the, I really want Kyle from Waltham back. I think we yeah. talked about it on the last episode, but I mean, the content that could have come out of that, I mean, it was a lot of content. The city of Waltham embraced him and all that <laughs> stuff happened. But uh, I mean, I think if he comes back to the Sox next year and has a, a monster year, that that's just going to continue and it's just going to be great for the podcast. Um, so I'm really hoping for that. Plus, he's just an amazing hitter and I just love him in our lineup. Um and yeah, I, I really want Rafi to get extended. Um, he's my favorite player. I'm sure he's a lot of people's favorite player. Um, but yeah, I think like that offense is just still like a, a top tier offense. And if some of our pitchers have a good year this year that we can kind of do what we did last year. I've actually, I got a quick funny story on the Kyle from Waltham thing. My, um, so my, my grandpa, when he, he's a huge diehard Red Sox fan, has been his whole life. And I saw him about a week ago. And him, me and my dad, we were talking about, you know, kind of the same thing. You're like, who, who do we think we got to bring back next year? You know, same sort of stuff. And they were talking about my grandpa was like, well, you know, uh, Schwarber being a, a Massachusetts guy, 
And being from Waltham, I mean, I think they got to bring him back. Everybody loved him. And I was like, you realize he's not actually from there. My dad (laughs) thought the same thing. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, there was like a whole like just kind of joke that kind of took off. And they couldn't believe it. And then when I told them that, you know, Section 10 had kind of started that, they were they were like shocked. They truly thought that he was from Waltham. And I think a lot of people have. And that's why it was such like a catching title. So. I mean, I personally love that the yeah. whole thing too, and I thought I that was funny. I can't lie; I thought he was from Waltham for like a good month. <laughs> the wiki page changed; like his yeah. person, his wiki bio said "from Waltham" on it for and like he a while. Leaning into it too, like wasn't he wearing like a Waltham T-shirt during yeah. some uh, like Waltham some press conference? Yeah, he sent pizza to the fire department. Yeah, like, he yeah, might as well move after Waltham. game two of the ALCS. He he showed up in a or maybe yeah game two or maybe game three um when he hit the grand slam but uh yeah that was that was awesome and uh i think yeah the the city of waltham made him an honorary member of the city or a citizen um and then uh yeah no i I, that would be good to get the stats on that like how many people actually think he's from waltham because people who don't know section 10 like obviously their nicknames catch on so quick and they become like national or just like household nicknames but i don't think a lot of people know where it comes from so it, it would be funny to see how many people actually think that he's from all of them. I mean, I feel like that's, that's kind of easy to do though. Cause like most guys, like outside of the obvious, like if you look at like Xander Bogarts, like most people are going to look at him and be like, Oh, he's probably not from Waltham, but like guy like Kyle Schwarber, like he could be from anywhere. Yeah. So if you yeah. tell him Waltham, they'll believe Waltham. It was an accurate nickname. I think the accuracy of like that, he actually looks like he's from Waltham really added to it. Yeah. He kind of looks like a Boston guy. Sure. Oh, totally. And with him being like a mid-season acquisition, like you could totally like if this was a guy who had been on the team for years, don't think you could pull that off. But I mean, the storyline storyline played out perfectly on that. For sure. itself. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the nicknames catching on <clears throat> the Mitch Moreland nickname got on uh, <laughs> Jeopardy. That was pretty sick. That, that was ready. sick. That was one Except- of my first, uh, I think, weeks on the podcast. And I saw that and I was like, no way. That definitely gives you like a scope of like how how much reach section 10 can have. Like what I was just saying, how people don't really know where nicknames come from when section 10 makes them up. And then like they go national, like being on jeopardy was that's crazy. Cause that's, that's just something that everybody knows. And like, I even texted my dad. I was like, you gotta, you gotta um, rewind. Cause he records jeopardy every night. I was like, you gotta watch tonight's episode and, and see that they're talking about <laughs> Mitchy two bags. And uh, that's, or I think they said four bags on the show, which yeah. a lot of people were mad about, but um, yeah, that, that was really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where, like, Nesson has kind of embraced you guys as, you know, like, I don't know, a lot of the nicknames. Like, Michael Chavis, when he came up, the whole Ice Horse thing was all over that. I mean, Scoops, I know Dave O'Brien said that a couple times. So, it's kind of like, you know, you guys record and then it just floods out into into everywhere. And and that's kind of, you know, the nicknames that goes. So, it's it's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, how big of a reach you guys have being able to do that yeah definitely i think that's that's definitely one of their strengths i mean i was a fan of the podcast just like everybody else everybody else and i still am like when when i would listen back in the day and those nicknames would get mentioned on broadcast i would just be like that's a win you know that's that's awesome um so yeah for sure cool to see i think uh your dad and i would get along well he's a 162 game guy records jeopardy every night i watch jeopardy every night <laughs> so do i Steve, how do you feel about the big win streak going on right now? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. What's your name again? Remind me of your name. Amy. Amy. Yeah. I I I guess kind of smug. I'm not going to lie, but 
the last couple of days she's been getting on my nerves because she'll be up by like thirty thousand, and then she'll get final. <laughs> she's gotten final Jeopardy wrong like oh three, so like much. three or four days in a row. Like she was on like this ridiculous hot streak. She got like twenty days in a row. She got it right, and then I think she got cocky. She started betting all this money and kept losing final Jeopardy. So her winnings would go from like instead of being like fifty thousand, they'd be like eighteen thousand. Why is that get? Why is that getting you mad? She's the only one who's losing the money. But like, it's one of those things. Like, if you're getting all these wrong, like, you gotta check your ego a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Clausen is a Jeopardy purist, and he doesn't believe that she's playing the game in the right fashion. Hey, okay. you wouldn't believe him. When I was born, my dad was sitting in the waiting room watching Jeopardy. Uh, I actually he was in the waiting room. He wasn't. Uh, you know, when when he's he's not supposed to be in there. I think you might be. But I'm I don't pretty know. sure I can't, should be. I haven't had a child personally, <laughs> so I can't fact check you on that. I don't know enough. I don't know how this whole thing works. He was watching Jeopardy that day, though. I know uh, that. Good enough. No, no surprise that was named Alex. I recently. Yeah. Oh, sure. hey, why? Hey. More and handsome like Alex Trebek. R.I.P. I heard that I've recently that they used to have sports Jeopardy. I watched it on YouTube the other day. It's pretty cool. I didn't know any of the answers. They had like a drag racing section. It was like F1. And we're like, you have to have a ridiculous set of knowledge to even. I used to record that. I think it was on a. Uh... Shit, I forget oh, what on, channel. But... Was it on Versus? I have no idea. But I just watched it on YouTube the other day. It was like, oh, they should bring this back. I remember first watching it too and being like, oh, this is going to be like, I'm going to be able to get more answers. And yeah, right. it was like very obscure sports, like, yeah, like drag racing and stuff. It's just like, yeah. that's not really what I was looking for. They did have one section where it was like, name the golf club or something like that. And somehow yeah. people like didn't get it. It was like fairway <laughs> wood. The answer was three wood and nobody knew it. Yeah, I was looking for more like a category like 2004 ALCS or something. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Oh, well, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Dan Patrick directed that or uh, yep. hosted that. Yeah, he 100%. did. It was uh, 2014 to 2016. That guy was an asshole to the contestants on that show. You, when they would get something wrong, he'd literally be like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> the best is when they put a sports category on regular Jeopardy because yeah. then it's just madness because. 99% of the time, they don't have, like, I mean, they're smart people, but... Bunch of nerds. If you're that smart, you're not investing a ton of time into sports. And they, I remember, I don't even remember what... Oh, I think it was, it was like talking football. football. Yeah, yeah, that was, that clip has gone, yeah. showed up on my Twitter page so many times. Well, they didn't know, like, who the Vikings were, or, like, the Purple People Eaters, or what a field goal was. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Bad. You know who I think should be the host? I would be okay if Aaron Rodgers retired from football tomorrow. I hate no, Jeopardy host. I hate that guy, that's a bad take. He bodied his appearance. Aaron Rodgers stinks. His family hates him. He's not the nicest guy in the world, but man, can he host guest host? He guest hosted at one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's a big Jeopardy guy. Who? But who isn't? Apparently, I, I always felt like his Jeopardy. personality was a little bit too. Even when he was on the match. Um, the golf thing I, I just felt uh, like he he could have been better honestly i thought i mean jeopardy i guess could be because it's not like they're looking for a ton of personality on uh, as a jeopardy host but i thought he could have been better yeah yeah i just don't like that guy um, so we're nearing in, yeah nearing in on uh the final week of a hall of fame ballot um so jake is there anybody on the ballot right now who you think's kind of getting snubbed a little bit or are you are you a Bonds Clemens guy or no? Yeah, I, I am a Bonds Clemens guy. I think uh, it, he we kind of ripped Shaughnessy on on the podcast this week um, yeah. for for the blank ballot again. But uh, or what he he only 
he only votes for one guy every year, right? Jeff Kent. Yeah. Kent, um, what an asshole. Holy shit. Did you guys see... <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. I, no, I was just saying, I think uh, if I if Ortiz gets in, that's good with me. I'd like to see Bonds and Clemens get in, but it's not like I'm going to throw a fit over it. Um, I, I get people have their different opinions, and everyone who votes for the Hall of Fame is – is mostly like a old school mindset. So I know that's just what happens. I think hopefully they'll revisit how you become or how you are eligible for a vote sometime in the future, because like there's guys who are younger that are on social media that should have as much an opinion as some of these older guys who are just like stuck in their old ways, but I'm not going to get too up in arms about it. I'd love to see Poppy get in. So uh, what'd you say? Gardner. Poppy, I said. Oh, David Poppy, Reduce. I thought you said yeah. Bobby. Bobby <laughs> Brains was only picked. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Shaughnessy 2.0. <laughs> so, Did you guys see that Ortiz ripped him? Sorry, Steve. You keep cutting me off, man. I know, I'm sorry. Did you guys did see Ortiz rip Shaughnessy, called him an asshole, and was like, he his vote actually doesn't matter? I, I saw the tweet, but I didn't I didn't watch the video. Lucky he, uh, it wasn't Felger and Maz, but he like called into – maybe it was it Felger and Maz? I have no idea. He called. He was like on the. He was like on the phone with some like uh, WEI, whatever the radio station, ninety eight five, the sports, uh, hub. sports hub. Um, <laughs> he was on some show, and they're like, "Oh, you know, uh, you know, do you see Dan Shaughnessy's ballot like this and that?" He's like, "Yeah, Dan Shaughnessy's always been an asshole. Like, basically, like, fuck that guy." Um, it was just kind of true poppy moment. Like clearly did not care that he was on radio. Like he was just going to say what he had to say and he was going to, he was going to go in and go out and he, he did it again. Dude. Yeah. Once you retired like that, like what's even the point of holding back on those takes? I feel like. And it's nobody's like... going to care either. It's not like he's just some no, sh- he's some like no name. Like people are still going to love him. Yeah. yeah. Not a, not a controversial opinion at all either. So yeah. I feel like if you, Popular if you opinion. started being all like classy and stuff, people would be like, who the hell's this guy? Like, I can't wait when he gets in, when he gives his speech. Like, he's going to give some wacky speech. I already know it. Yeah, it's going to be intense. It's going to be awesome. So, uh, what I was going to ask is, what do you think of the character clause for the Hall of Fame voting, too? What do you mean by that? So, there's a clause in, the, in like, the description for what makes a Hall of Famer, like, eligible or, like, deserving, I guess. And there's the character clause where... Essentially, it's this is off the top of my head. It's like whether or not they had good character off the field, oh, i.e., her yeah. chilling with questionable character, should that impact whether or not they get the Hall of Fame vote? It's it's a tough line to to dance around because it's like how really where's the line? You know, like if yeah. if they're like maybe have opinions that are different than other people, that's like okay. I, should their ability on the field really? should that should that factor into deciding if they're in the hall of fame like i don't know i would probably say no but if they're like really aggressively like going after people and like Schilling obviously has <laughs> has done some stuff that's like maybe toeing the line so i can kind of understand cool. that but i don't think like really just having other opinions should should really decide your your fate for the hall of fame like if you're if you like committed some sort of crime or like did something like crazy that obviously should affect it, but I don't, I don't, it's hard to say like if I'm voicing my opinion about like politics, then that's uh that shouldn't, that should negate everything I did in the MLB, you know? 
Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you. Initially, I think me and Gardner, when we first talked about this a couple of weeks ago, were like, it's stupid, whatever. It uh, shouldn't be a thing. But then Clawson was like, okay, but what if there's a guy eligible for the Hall of Fame and then he killed like 40 people? Should he like be allowed to go in? I was like, ah, I guess that's a good point. So yeah, you can't really have a, a hard and fast answer. Like just like, yeah, yeah you, it's, it's just a judgment call every time, I guess. Yeah. I, th- I think it's tough too. Yeah. I think it's, it's a very like a personal call and we've seen the other guy in the ballot who's lost a ton of support. Omar Vizquel. He's yeah. you know, basically at the point where he's hardly even going to stay on the ballot for next year um, because he got accused of some pretty bad stuff that he did in his career. So you know, obviously, obviously that clause is there for a reason, but I don't know. I think, I think saying some stuff that pisses people off is definitely different than yeah, committing like an actual crime. For sure. Uh, this, uh, this kind of reminds me, I mentioned this to the other two uh, earlier in the week, like probably a week ago that I was going through and I'm shocked that there aren't more like unanimous hall of famers. Cause I was going through the list. The only one's Mariano Rivera. And I can't imagine getting a ballot and seeing like, Ken Griffey Jr. or Cal Ripken or like oh, Randy yeah. Johnson and being like, nah, he's not a Hall of Famer. Just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much better you can get than that. I don't know. The how, voters how just is, stink. Nolan Ryan only got 491 votes out of 497. Like, who? who hey, are the CRA was a little high. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Cal I Ripken. think that, that kind of goes into the ego of some of the people that have the votes. It's just like, I feel like some people that they think they have a vote and like, they just feel like I want to do something different because I have like this much of a say, like I'm not going to vote for Nolan Ryan to get in the hall of fame. Like, all right, dude, sick. Like you can be one of six people that didn't do it, but he's still getting in. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like it kind of goes against your job description. Like you're there to go (laughs) voting guys. You're not there to be like bias or anything. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how there's nine people who didn't vote for Hank Aaron. There's, eight guys who didn't vote for Cal Ripken, five who didn't vote for Seaver, three guys didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. Like, I don't know. That's just ridiculous in my mind. You should lose your vote, honestly. If, like, if there's, like, single-digit voters that missed a guy that gets in, then all the people that didn't vote for him should just get their votes removed. Like It should be, off. like, reviewed, and they should look at their past voting history and yeah, determine exactly. whether it's too ridiculous. Yeah. Like we'll how say. are 20, 24 people going to sit down and be like, yeah, I don't think Carl Yastrzemski is a Hall of Famer. Like, could it could have hit better? Jeez. Could it hit better? <laughs> like, same with Ted Williams. You know, he had – how many did he have? He, uh, he only had 401. Like, 20, so. 20 votes. Like, how many guys are going to be like, ah, Ted Williams shouldn't have gone to war? Yeah. Don't be a war hero next time. Yeah. yeah. Who – um. Who do you guys think is the next, like, best shot at Unanimous Hall of Famer? Mike Trout. No. Not, not next in line. I feel like there's got to be someone coming up faster. Kershaw? I think – you think Ichiro? No. You think Ichiro's a unanimous guy? You don't think so? If, if there's only been one. Yeah, I'm I don't sure even know what the criteria is for unanimous because it just feels, like, impossible to get. Yeah. Mike Trout feels close, but I mean, Ken Griffey didn't have it, so yeah. Pool holes, maybe. No. Pool holes. Like one guy, one guy is gonna find some whack article from like 03 where he's like, oh, he's linked to steroids or something. 
Yeah. Like I could totally see that with Pujols. I don't know. Ichiro might do it though. I feel like Ichiro's got a chance. I don't know. Ichiro I'm glad Jeter still- wasn't the first unanimous Hall of Famer. But, uh, that been, so actually, for us. speaking of Jeter, uh, Steve, you kind of want to tell your story on on how Gone Bridge is is where it's at right now. Oh, how we even like know Jared and the yeah. rest of the guys. Yeah, yeah. I remember you guys? Sorry to cut no, you off, but yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, the podcast that you guys were on, I forget what episode it was, but I definitely, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nailed Thanks, it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely remember you guys coming on and in, in the interviews and stuff. So I just wanted to preface that before you started the story. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was like our sixth episode, I think just released. They slowly were improving, but the first couple are a tough lesson to say the least. Um, and we were just talking in our group chat about how we could possibly get more exposure. And I frequent the Red Sox subreddit every once in a while. And I made us like a Gone Bridge account and messaged the admin was like, can I post this advertisement here? And the guy was like, I don't care, do whatever you want. So I was like, cool. Uh, and then I just like wrote a little blurb about us. I lied and said that we were affiliated with UNH. That's not true, um, but we go here. And then Jared also frequents the subreddit and saw us. And then on one episode, he was like, oh, I just listened to this, this Red Sox podcast with these kids. They're super, super young. They're like, maybe they're in high school, like at best. <laughs> and at the time I was a junior and they were sophomores in college, but that is neither here nor there, I suppose. And uh, then we were talking about Derek Jeter versus Nomar. And I went off about how, I just hate Derek Jeter and that Nomar was better in his like seven year prime than Jeter ever was. And Jared and Steve were like, it's hilarious to me that they're talking about Nomar versus Jeter. And they're probably like 15 years old and like barely even remember watching them. So then Jared was like, we should have them on. And we were like, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. That's a crazy way for that to happen. Jared definitely pays attention to a lot of uh, like Red Sox, like things that are like, like lower level than you would think that he would pay attention to. Like he's always going through the uh, like the section 10 Reddit page. Like he's always like, I think he reads like most of the replies, like all the tweets and everything. So it's not surprising that like he would have found you guys like that, but um, yeah, he, uh, that, that, that is pretty funny. It's tough to get chirped like that from when you're probably just <laughs> randomly listening to the podcast. It's just like, I literally was just like <laughs> about to go to sleep, listening to the podcast. That was like 1am and they like, started- later than that. It was something like that. So and they were just like started talking about it, but they like initially were like, yeah, didn't they didn't say our, like what name, like our name. I was like, are they talking about us? And I was like, holy shit, they're totally talking about us right now. <laughs> so then like, yeah, so tough to get mentioned like that, but obviously great for the podcast. To, hey, yeah. it's all right now. We, uh, it's a, it's like a funny running gag now, pretty much. Yeah. But uh, what was I just going to say? I was like, oh, yeah, Jared, I'm not surprised that he frequents the subreddit either because literally the only thing that he knows anything about, I think, is baseball. It's the only thing that he cares about. He's married to the game. I think there was one episode of Section 10 where somebody mentioned, like, uh, like Devin Booker or something like that. Jared was like, who's that? Like, <laughs> yeah. what, are you, like what are you talking about? Or anytime, like, some sort of musical artist comes up, he's like, what, like, who? <laughs> he's like, like, any pop star or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, I remember back, like, when I was listening to – Jared like years ago before he was uh he he did a show on Barstool Radio or just for Barstool with um with Kevin and uh Casey 
And um, he was like, before that show, I remember he would always talk to Dave and, and he would always be like, yeah, Jared doesn't know anything besides the Red Sox. Like he can't even have a conversation about anything besides the Red Sox. I think like he definitely branched out because he, he does shows that are not about the Red Sox now. And obviously section 10, like they, they talk about um, stuff outside the Red Sox a lot during the off season when, uh, and during lockout, like right now. Yeah. Trash Island. Exactly. Spiders, bees. If you listen to the last one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's a, uh, cool to see that um progression i respect that he's married to the game gotta respect it gotta get to where he is somehow right exactly so something that we always get asked when we talk to the section 10 guys i feel like it's only fair that we ask you were you born pre or post 9-11 jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) that's the uh yeah i was born pre this way pre okay yeah we're all pre 9-11 everyone's pre 9-11 yeah so i'm closer actually in age to you guys than uh the guys on section 10. Okay. Yeah. 24. I figured that. Yeah. I'm 21. They're both 20 now, right? Yeah. yeah. 20. Um, I was going to say, nice. cause I feel like we could just throw it, throw it away from that topic. Um, I was going <laughs> to ask, so I've, I've not noticed. I, I feel like most people have that the episodes during the off season have gotten just very long at, at some point. So when you're sitting down, how much time do you usually allocate for an episode? Like I know that voicemail episode was, what was that? I was, was over four, after, four Did hours. Did you listen to all of those voicemails? Yeah, I here, here's an inside uh, scoop that there wasn't actually seven thousand voicemails. <laughs> we were just playing that up, but uh, yeah. So there was, there was 10, like thousand. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was uh, even the video of you scrolling through them. Though there was a lot of them. Yeah, no, th- there still were. There were for sure a couple hundred. I listened to. I think I listened to most of them. I actually put them on my um. I airplayed them on my TV in my apartment and me and like my roommates just listen to them and I was like writing down like all right that one's good that one's bad whatever and trying to pick the the funniest ones um but uh yeah it was it's it's hard to know because like I I think part of it is that when Steve was doing the show that he he obviously was working other jobs and um the, the schedule was kind of on his time so it was like Steve has a certain amount of time to record so sometimes they would have to be cut short a little bit but I just kind of come in and, and they just go and I, I'm not going to um, slow, slow it down or cut it off or anything. So they kind of just go. Um, and I think that's part of why they've been so long. And uh, yeah, I, I really have no idea coming in. I, by now I'm assuming like two and a half hours, like is usually what it is. It depends if we have an interview too, that we record the episode around, but um, yeah, I'm usually those, the days we record is, which is usually Thursdays. I'm pretty much just like, can't like, Thursday is section 10, you know. How long would an episode have to be for you to be like, all right, guys, time to cut it <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, I got to um, get to bed. No, uh, I think because the voicemail episodes was like four, four hours, 15 minutes, I think. And we were we were talking before that a little bit, too, and after. So, like, we were on the the call for, like, probably five hours. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, this early on, like... I'm not going to come in and just be like, all right, episode's over. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? But I think, uh, I don't know, maybe like down the road, if it gets to like six hours or something, I might be like, hey, like, when are we thinking about wrapping this up? <laughs> might just send a text in the group and, and not even say it on the podcast. Um, but yeah, like, we'll, we'll see. I got I got to have a little bit more. Got to be there for a little longer before I start ending episodes. <laughs> Gain some tenure. Yeah. How, um, sure. how cool has it been to to be on the call with, I know you guys interviewed last year in Wakefield the last couple of weeks. Um, how has that been? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I would say I'd definitely be a lot more nervous if I was in person, like 
it's not like I'm interviewing them, but just like even seeing like Wakefield and Lester just on a call is like pretty crazy. Um, like those are just guys that I grew up with in my childhood idolizing. So just to see him pop into a zoom call, I think the, the Tim Wakefield one, I Wakefield was early. So when I got on, it was just me, Jared and Tim. And I just was like, sup Tim, <laughs> like <laughs> you have no idea who I am and probably never will. But uh, yeah, it was, it, it's definitely cool. Like, and, and like I said, they're just, they're interviewing them the whole time. So I usually toss myself, myself on mute during the interviews and just kind of sit there and write down like some of the best quotes and and the segments so I can um, go back and edit stuff later. But uh, yeah, it's cool for sure. Uh, So section 10 put out, there was like a leaderboard of guys that they want to interview. Are there, is there anybody on that list or not on that list uh, that you would really want to have interviewed, like be in there for it? Yeah, Pedroia for sure, which um, I know a bunch of people commented that too. Like, I just think the dynamic of Pedroia with with Jared and Coley and, and now Pat, like just his his uh, personality fit, meshes so well with like the humor that they have and stuff and their personality. So, and everyone who's come on the show, pretty much all the interviews, I think, I think Bobby, um, Tim and John all mentioned stories about Pedroia, which is like, that just goes to show how, how much of an impact he had on, on everyone around him during that era. Um, so I think like he would have a bunch of great stories and I know he's been on before, but like having him back on, especially like when I'm on the show, uh, it would be so cool to see him on. And then uh, <clears throat> switching gears for a second, did you play baseball growing up? This just came to my mind. It's a random question. I play, I just like messed around in little league and, and played, um, like what I wasn't like crazy good wasn't bad I was just like a pretty average little league player but I mean I loved it like most people who played little league yeah do you uh ever go out I know me and my friends sometimes like to go to the like the Babe Ruth parks and just like have a home run derby when's the last time like you swung a bat or something damn um so my friends and I over the summer we had one of our friends lives next to this park um in Swampscott that's where I'm from North Shore um, and he, like, we, we set up like a wiffle ball, pretty much stadium. There's like a fence. That's like the perfect distance. And we have a, a, a backstop built out for, um, I don't know if you guys have played like that, but you, you throw it and you hit the backstop and if it hits and you don't swing, it's an automatic strikeout. So we, yeah. we play, yeah. Um, so we play wiffle ball like that during the summer, a real bat and ball. I like probably like one point in college, I might've like gone to cages or something like just for fun but not for a while um but yeah that that sounds fun gotta gotta get back swinging again sometimes yeah and then this actually good segue to something that we talked to all of our guests about this was an unintentional segue but it worked out so we i don't know if it's a bet at this point it's definitely not a bet it's a hypothetical situation it's a a huge ass joke is what it is right yeah yeah it's a hypothetical, purely hypothetical situation. You tell me you haven't been training, Gardy. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I, I'm not revealing my secrets. Let anyway, me explain it to Jake ahead. so he knows what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. It, it was like probably around like episode 30 or something. So many, many moons ago that we brought up a conversation. Clausen was like, if you had a professional pitching coach, do you think it would be possible for you to hit 90 miles per hour? And throwing and i said absolutely not none of us would have a chance of hitting 90 miles per hour but they both thought that if they had like a year to train 
with the coach that they would, I think that, I think Clawson said easily could hit 90 miles per hour. <laughs> I think six and, months. <laughs> and um, I think that's just utter nonsense. And I, uh, I mean, none of us are, you know, peak athleticism by any means of that, but just by basing off the very short amount of time that you've gotten to know us, who do you think out of the three of us would have the best chance of hitting 90 miles per hour? Um, I mean, I like Alex's confidence, so I feel like that's that that mean that says a lot. Um, if he's thinking sure. he can do it in six months versus a year, um, it's tough to to know. You know, like how are you quit? Like you don't have to do anything else. You're just focusing on this, or is it um, like a couple nights a week? Like you're meeting with the coach. Like how how often are we talking or training here? And how bad you want it? <laughs> yeah. Um, damn, I don't know. I feel like part of it is just like natural ability. Like you just got to know how to throw a baseball, make your arm move and, and get that speed. Like obviously you can add miles an hour with, with a professional pitching coach, but I feel like if you don't, if you don't have the gas in the tank, like you just don't have it. Um, True. So I, I don't know, maybe I I'm trying to think if I would be able to do it. Like I, I got to say no, like I, I had an okay arm, but like, I, I just, it would be crazy to just be throwing 90 at that would just come out. Yeah, of right. My arm would fall off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I will, will say Clawson is the tallest of us too, but yeah, like, so, he's not ridiculously yeah. tall, so he's that helps. Six, six two, yeah. Is that a little? Not, I'm not, that's not ridiculous. That's tall. It's not like six yeah. foot six. No, um, I will say the pro. I I feel like we we don't have a baseline on it, which kind of sucks. Like none of us know, you know. Like I will say, I reached out to someone in the at our school's like athletic facility because our school doesn't have a baseball team. So I was like, you guys got like an team. extra. Yeah, true. Uh, I was like, you guys got an extra like radar gun lying around anywhere? Just never heard anything from from her. I thought you were, were going to say you guys have an extra pitching coach that can oh, teach me to throw nine. Yeah, that too. I mean, that would be cool too. Um, yeah, but no. Similar I have, to many of our outgoing messages, they were not returned. Um, and I will say this: Gonebridge doesn't have the budget right now to buy a a pitching gun or a, a speed gun. gun. Yeah. So, I think um, that I could throw the hardest right now. To be honest, well, but you guys we gotta have... get that question sponsored and then have them send you a radar gun so you can test it with the guests. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a great idea. Or tweeting at like a company that makes radar guns. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> we'll get at them right now. Go get one on Amazon for no, no free ads, no free ads. Yeah, no get one ads. on that book selling website for a hundred bucks. There you go. And then we have asked like some of the we've had like a couple minor league players on. Shout out Chris Troy in particular. Uh, he's like a pitcher. I think he's working to be like a back of the pen type of guy. He throws really hard. And we asked him, and he's a very nice individual, this Chris Troy. Uh, and yeah, I actually, like, you I, guys got to get Chris Troy on section 10. He is a great guy. If if there's if there's a minor league guest you guys should have on, definitely. Yeah, random system what, guy. What great episode guy. was it? I'm going to go back and listen. Uh, 40, let me see. 47? 47, yeah. 47. Was it actually? <laughs> 47, yeah. Nice. But uh, yeah, he was like, he was very nice about it, but you could tell that deep down he was like, oh, no, <laughs> no shot. <laughs> yeah, no, that he sounds like a good dude. I'm, I'm definitely going to check out that, that interview. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we just keep firing off the questions that we like to ask every guest? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you want to go or Clawson does. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Fever Pitch? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love have, the yeah. way that you open up that question every time too. <laughs> Can I just say? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea where you were going. Um, I didn't think it was that. 
but uh yeah i, ha- I have well, what would you rate it like out of like out of a hundred percent it's so hard like when you're just looking at it through the like the red Sox um filter like you just it's cool because it's about the red Sox, and especially when you're a kid because i feel like that's when i watched it i haven't seen it in years um i the one thing that sticks out from that movie is when they get all the tickets in the mail and they're like doing the draft of like what uh games they're each getting like i've always wanted to do that like that would be if you're splitting tickets with someone like that would be such a big day like all right you're you're deciding all your games for the whole year and like i would be prepping for that for like weeks in advance so um that's always been like a cool scene to me but rating like i know it's like storyline and just like cinematically probably not the best movie like ever but uh i just because of the red Sox, i would i'd put it at like a six and a half or seven out of ten that's that's pretty yeah so that's Clawson's favorite baseball movie of all time. All right. It's, okay. just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe top five and it's not four through one. <laughs> How many but times you've watched it? Once. But you own it on DVD, right? I do not own it. That's the thing. Who, I thought oh. you owned it. Yeah. Who it was your buddy? It? No. Uh, I have a friend that owns it. Oh, no. Harry yeah. owned it. That was Harry cool. owned oh, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Harry. Harry makes graphics for us sometimes. Um, what is your favorite baseball movie? Um, I mean, Field of Dreams is a classic. I probably would would put that up there because I used to watch that with my dad all the time. Um, he's a big baseball guy too, so definitely, definitely that. Um, I I still think that's crazy that that's your favorite baseball movie of all time if you've only seen it once. Like that's it's, just it's like not wrong. my favorite baseball movie. <laughs> no, let the narrative show that it is he's your totally favorite baseball bad. movie. Clawson's just uh, embarrassed because people let the record show on the quote card. Alex Clawson loves Fever Pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, I gotta think you love the the Field of Dreams game this past year. I mean, the game itself was unbelievable, but even if it was like a you know a pretty boring game, it's, what a what a sweet venue for a game. Super cool concept, awesome venue. It's awesome that it was actually able to be a cool game, like sometimes they try to do those games they do them a lot in the nhl like the stadium series and stuff but like yeah. they'll, they'll end up just being like snoozers of a game but like to have a game like that happen and um that's just yeah, yeah. great to see if hopefully you, they keep doing it i yeah i think they're doing one more was it cubs reds this year yeah i don't know if it's this upcoming season is it i think so i think yeah, it is but um i was gonna say if there was any baseball movie one spot where like MLB puts together a stadium to kind of look like the movie. What would you, what would you pick for that? Yeah, I would have picked field of dreams. Yeah. So that's uh, definitely the obvious up. answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. Uh, if they could like recreate the sandlot somehow, that'd be pretty that'd sick. Be cool. um, yeah. I would like, yeah, it already cool. happened for me field of dreams. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with that, but uh, yeah, probably, probably sandlot. That'd be, People I feel like that, that's the that. only one, like the only other one other than Field of Dreams. Yeah, All of those baseball movies are like actual dreams, like Angels right. in the Outfield. It's just the stadium. Yeah, I know. That's that's really the two most recognizable, like unique stadiums from movies. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the movie where the little kid becomes the manager of the Twins? Little Big Leagues. Is that what it is? is, that what it is? Little, League? little Big League. Little Big League. League. I don't know. The twins need to bring back the Metrodome. No, they don't. That movie's that. that moral of the stuff. story. Yeah, a little big league. Shout out Rookie of the Year. It's a good movie too. Rookie of the Year is a phenomenal movie. 
Yeah, they should rebuild that stadium. Wrigley Field? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, are we missing any uh, any of the questions we like to ask? Those are those are the those are the big ones. I think. I think. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really got any more reoccurring stuff. I feel like those are those are the big ones. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Steve's favorite movie, because he was on before when we started doing it. Steve Peralt's favorite movie, Sandlot. Uh, it's a classic. I think most people say Sandlot. It's hard to beat. Yeah. Unless your name is Fever Pitch. Yeah. In which case, it's like a category all on its own. S tier. Yeah, all, all very different vibes of like baseball movies. So, really depends what mood you're in. I would say. For sure. Fourth of July, Sandlot. Never misses. Nope. Just enough light to play at night under the fireworks. So, Jake, we'll give you one final question. I know this is a little premature because obviously the offseason's not done. We still got, you know, we don't even know like if a full 162 is going to be played. But record prediction for the Red Sox Ooh. 2022. Um, what did we win last year? 92? Yeah, 92. Um, it's like, for me, I just feel like it's so, assuming Kyle comes back and we have a similar offense to what we had, like, it's so dependent on the starting pitching. Like, if Michael Walker has a good year, if Avaldi uh, has a good year, if Chris Sale returns to, like, Chris Sale ace form, that's obviously huge. Um I'm going to optimistically say 93. Let's do one better than last year. Okay. I like, I like that. that. I mean, the thing is there's still – there's holes that have got to be patched up, especially like bullpen. Um, and, yeah, they've got to figure out that starting rotation too. So, it's not uh, it's not like we're just carrying the same same team over from last year too. I mean, Matt Barnes, who knows what we're going to get from him. Right. It's a lot of question marks still. Yeah, we just need the guys we have to have a good year. And I feel like that's how it goes with a lot of playoff teams. Like, guys just have good years at the right time and everyone's clicking. So, I, I think we can do it. We, let's just let's just hope. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Looking All for right. a big year out of the Sox. Sorry, Clawson, go ahead. Uh, you can go. I just got one last question. No, go for it. So, we were told by Jared Carabas that if you're going to be in no, this it business. Coley, it was Coley. It was Coley. Was it? I yeah. thought it was Jared. No, it was Coley. Oh, all right. Coley said it. Uh, if you're going to be in this business, you need a hot take, always ready to go. So what's your hot take? <laughs> Damn, just ready to go. Um, I think... Uh... Give me a sec. Let's have, let's have the Rays move permanently to Montreal. I know it, it was a... I, I know they're... Um, their plans really fell through yesterday. I think it was, they announced it wasn't, but I think maybe that's only because they wanted half the season there. I think Montreal said, no, we want you guys here for the entire season. Um, and we're, we're not taking anything less. So I think it would be cool. It would create like a, this awesome, like Northeast rivalry, like the, the Montreal team would be super big rivals with the blue Jays. Like they're just closer to us and the Yankees in general. So it would, it would add more to the rivalry. I know that probably sucks for every Rays fan to hear. Um, like every diehard race fan like is probably like, yeah. I don't think we've got. A, I think maybe one of the six listens to the show. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're offending too many people. Yeah, if if you're listening, definitely DM these guys and uh, <laughs> let them know. But um, yeah, that 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 would be cool. I don't think it's gonna happen, but there's my take. Hell yeah, I like it. Great. I like take. it. 
Well, anyway, Jake, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, hopefully we can work together on some stuff in the future and we'll see what the future holds for the Red Sox. 2022 is going to be an interesting year. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. There you go. Jake from State Farm. Just kidding. Jake from Section 10. Thanks for hopping on the show. Good time. It was a weird segue. Why'd you say there you go? Jake. Well, I was gonna say turn on the lights, but then I decided not to. <laughs> Shadow turn on the lights. Good good niche reference for us. What was that? Actually, I'm not even gonna tell people what episode that was. You can you can go find that. You can go find that one. Yeah, go sift through all 68 of these. Actually, 69. This is technically episode 69. Yeah, but they know it's not in this one. It's so not 58 other ones. There's that's true. No, but I was saying this is our 69th time recording. Yep. Technically, because fun fact, piece of trivia. Episode seven and a half is a thing for some reason. Probably should have just went right to episode eight. I was gonna say, why didn't we go right <laughs> to eight? Weird. I don't know. I think it was like emergency recording, emergency pod. I think if you look at that episode, it's technically like a bonus episode yeah. on like uh Apple. I don't know is it? why it's like that, but I think we were trying to keep it like a week by week basis. And then once the season started, we started doing two a week, kind of got a little funky. Use that word funky. there. Um, funky. Well, funky. We're, we're recording on Friday too. It's funky Friday. Hell yeah. I love reading the title. Um, hilarious. We got some good names. We got some good names. Um, you guys got anything else before we wrap the show up? I mean, that was that was the bulk of the episode. Oh, actually, uh, Hall of Fame announcements on what's today? Today's Friday. Hall of Fame announcement on Tuesday. So next time we record, we'll know for sure who's in the hall. Nice. Yeah. I hope it's David Ortiz. Me too. Kind of tired of talking about it every week because there's nothing else to talk about. It is the only thing happening in the baseball world. Chow Chef Passing. Jeff Passon's the man. The man, man. right? It'd be cool man. if Jeff Passon came on the show. It would be. Wink, yeah. wink, hint, hint. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have <laughs> <know what> to <happened>. I <laughs> got something in my throat. Right. Okay. Um, Clausen? Clausen, you got I'm any trying. notes for us? Oh, we got questions from that, too. Oh, no, we, no, we got questions. We should have. Oh, we totally dropped the ball on that. We totally dropped the ball on that. What? We should have asked Jake the questions from that. Yeah, we should have. Oh, we totally dropped the ball on that. So, Jake, there's this kid, right? He's the only one that sends his questions. But he does it every week, and they're pretty funny. And we love you, Matt. These are good. Oh, he also gave us a quick segment to do, too. Oh, yeah. Should we, we gotta, do that this week? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. So I, I got time. We can do it. Okay. Boston? Boston, you got time to do the segment? What are you doing? Hey, you going yeah. for a run or something? Huh? You going for a run or something? No, I'm going back to find the find the turn on the lights intro. <laughs> oh my gosh, you asshole! Right. Um, Klaus, you got any notes for us first before you you totally stop listening to us? Uh, Fever Pitch again, just top tier <laughs> baseball movie, top tier just movie in general. Can you get do me a favor? Move back from your mic just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, get further away from your from your laptop. Fever Pitch. <laughs> He's going to be a late nominee. Fever pitch. 
He's has people... to, Boston is so far away from his mic right now that he used to cup his hands around his mouth to amplify his his sound. It should be like a it should be a late entry for the Oscars this year. What well, fever like pitch? 18, <laughs> yeah. 18 years. What movie what year did that come out? Oh four? Probably oh six. Yeah, probably not oh four. Fever pitch. Oh five. There's no way they could turn around that fast and produce an entire movie. Uh, you act like what, what do you think the team produced it? No, I, they just it's just about the 04 Red Sox. Oh, right. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Um honestly, I probably haven't seen that movie since like third grade. So it's I been, too, I've only seen it once and not for It's been long. a minute. Can we watch that movie together? We've only all seen it once. We'll have a a StreamYard viewing session. Ah, that's I actually like that. Um we got some questions from Matt. 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 Um, first question. Most snow you've ever shoveled? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, there was a blizzard or a nor'easter uh, like a couple years ago. That was a lot of snow. It was like, what, 18 inches? I have no idea. I don't know. What are you, what are you laughing about, Clausen? You find it? Turn on the lights. It's... Andrew Gardner. Well, how much snow have I ever shoveled? Yeah, how much snow have you ever shoveled? Probably a foot. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say more than a foot. You live like a town over from me. I don't know how much snow we usually get. I usually just uh, shovel the uh, shovel the walkway. We don't get as much snow as we used to. Okay, I was making sure we follow Matt on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we do. I'm gonna be like, I got a sauce Matt follow. Oh, for sure. No, we give him the fall. Um, I don't know, probably around a foot, something like that. Connecticut doesn't get as much snow as you guys do, so still get snow. But uh, second question: If you could pick a day in the year to be your birthday, which day would you choose? What day? Like, I don't know, like June eleventh. I'm kidding. That's not my pick. That's actually um, very, very close uh, to my birthday. I. <sighs> Would probably choose. Can I pick the year or just the month Ooh, and day? I kind of like the year. That adds a little, a little, a little flair. You, what's so funny? Okay, <laughs> we're back. Sorry, Clausen just went on one of his little tangents there that we can't air. Clausen, top um, one most out of pocket person I know. I think. I think for episode sixty nine, we should just compile. Everything that I've said that's needed to be cut out. <laughs> yeah, if we release it on OnlyFans, that way people have to pay for it. <laughs> Gone Bridge OnlyFans? Maybe. Let's make like a sexy calendar for 2022. <laughs> Weird. Back to the okay. question. I would make my I would make my birthday Christmas. Why? 2000. What? Why not? Actually, no, I wouldn't. I like my birthday. Yeah, I'm cool. When's yours, Steve? March 9th. Nice. Uh coming up soon. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, if I it would be cool, I guess, to be born in the fall of 99 instead of the winter of 2000, because then I would have turned 21 a little sooner in my college tenure, uh, and still be like in the same grade. So and you'd be a 90s baby. I would be part of two like what, like centuries or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'm cool with mine. Mine's uh, May 28th. You guys should all send us birthday presents. 
we box. should we should each say our birthday and then share our social security number <laughs> yeah if your phone and number our, was your social our... security number what would it be <laughs> <laughs> and then our routing number for our bank accounts yeah anyway um matt asked us to do a segment because we actually asked you guys last week we said if you want to hear something just ask us and that came through <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it <laughs> we'll talk about it he said uh i think it's about time to compile a top five cereal list on the podcast top five cereal are we doing we do like a draft should we do like a cereal draft oh love that love that all right. all right let's i'm gonna set up a quick spreadsheet uh just a, okay. a real quick spreader. A, a quick, quick a quick three o'clock spread on the fry. NBD. Not at all, Steve. Anything NBD. for you. NBD. NBD. Who uh let's hold on. Random. Steve, pick a number one to three. Two. Clawson, pick a number one to three. That's not two. Three. Okay. I'll I'll take one. Steve, you take two. I'll take geez. I'll be one. Steve, you're two. Cost me three. First pick goes to me, number one. I'll share my screen just so I can verify that as well. Okay. Second pick. I believed you. I, I, the stakes Second are low. Pick. All right. It's going to go me, me, Steve, Clawson. One, two, three. Okay. Is this a snake draft? This is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to have to be. Oh, wow. There's a lot of pressure riding on this first pick here. Um, mm, mm, my favorite cereal of all time. See, I feel like there's no definitive number one, but I'm going to go for what I think is not my favorite cereal, but what I think is the most popular overall. And that's oh, cinnamon. Can I cut you off real quick? Yes. I'm trying to sign into our Google account to look at this spreadsheet. And I just keep failing the CAPTCHA. I cannot figure out what these say. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day and it was very accurately correct. And it was like, CAPTCHA sometimes asks you to like, like do a, a full 50 piece puzzle. And other times it'll just make you click a box. It's like, there's no consistency. It's like, you promise you're not a robot. Yeah. Like, yes, I promise. And the CAPTCHA's like, okay, uh, I'll take your word for it. Um, first pick, give me cinnamon toast crunch. That's what I was going to pick. <sighs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I really don't eat a lot of cereal. Actually, I had some this morning, no joke, for the first time in like weeks. I don't eat it a lot either. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with a childhood favorite of mine, uh, Cocoa Puffs. Ooh. I'm not a big chocolate guy, so the chocolate cereals never really did it for me, but that's a good pick. Awesome. You got two picks. Give me... Raisin Bran. Good what boy. a terrible pick. And Kick Cereal. Uh, dude, you are like sabotaging this, I think. Kicks is good. You don't know, you're not a Kicks fan, Steve? I've never had it. I feel like it just what? is really boring. I don't know. Okay. I feel like Lawson's like, what's the worst cereal I can think of? <laughs> How can I ruin the fun? Uh, I'm going to go with Special K. I also ate that a lot as a kid. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, give me Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. I think Gardner just likes apple cinnamon. 
I do. Actually, that's a fun fact. I do love both. Uh, oh, wait. I got another pick here. Hmm. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm riding the sugar wave here. Give me Captain Crunch. I think you're just obliterating us right now. <laughs> I can't even think of, like, another cereal. Uh, you can't. Uh, no, I can. Look, just Fun fact, time. I hate Cheerios. Like, really? all Cheerios, I hate them. Even as a baby, you know how babies love Cheerios? I would yeah. not eat them. I hate Cheerios. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I also hate Lucky Charms because it's like the same thing. Yeah, those are terrible. I agree. Um, I don't know. Much with like the all-time draft for the Red Sox, I am struggling to make a decision. I will go with you found it episode six ah i didn't think it was that early i started at like 12 no it was early i'm gonna go with uh rice krispies oh that's a good pick rice krispie treats are good objectively good very good and not that unhealthy i have seen this thing where they make rice crispy treat cereal and it's literally just rice little pieces of rice crispy treats in a box of cereal can't you just put rice crispy like the actual cereal in in the milk and then just probably add a shit ton of sugar isn't that wouldn't that just be the same thing no. i feel like rice crispy treats are marshmallow binding oh rice krispies together it's like butter and marshmallows and rice crispy okay so it's it, is, it is actually wildly unhealthy it's rice Probably rice crispy lucky charm. Like if you took the marshmallows, like I don't think you understand what I'm saying. No, no, I do. I'm just trying to have you ever eaten a rice crispy treat before? Yes, I have. I'm saying if you just wanted to say by the way, this entire segment is free ads. Yeah, I was just thinking (laughs) so many free ads. Um anyway, yeah, whatever. I don't Clausen, you got two picks. Uh count chocula. And honey smacks. What as a honey <laughs> snack? Count chocula? You are a liar. You've never eaten that before in your life. <laughs> count chocula? You are a straight up a liar. What the fuck is count chocula? Wait, what else did you say? Honey smacks? Honey smacks. <laughs> you don't know that. those definitely exist. They do. I've never heard of them. Oh, that's the frog. It's the frog. And then there's Frankenberry and Booberry. Yeah, no, those are like seasonal, like Halloween material. <laughs> Still the best. I hear Count Chocula is good, actually. I, I don't, I'm not going to hate on that. I'm not hating on it. I just think that was a wild Damn name. Me. Count Chocula. What was your <laughs> Honey Smacks? God damn. Honey Smacks, is that with the frog? Yeah, that's yep. what I just said, bro. Oh, sorry. I wasn't listening. Oh. I, was la- I was laughing at these, these Count Chocula boxes. Uh, Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Golden Grams. Oh, I was thinking that. That's a good one. Um, just to add to my dynasty, there's such a big one that we've not said so far. Give me Frosted Flakes. I Frosted Flakes, I... What? Frosted Flakes are so fine. I actually have not had them in a very long time. I just like... I like think Special K is better than Frosted Flakes, and it's just like frosted flakes without sugar on it pretty much without the frosted they're just the flakes i guess also flakes okay 
Flakes is objectively kind of a gross word uh, when related to food. Flaky things, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm crispy, flaky. Have you guys ever seen that commercial of that that old couple? It's for like some diner, and they're trying to like have them say their lines, and the the older guy keeps messing it up. It was like baked in a buttery, flaky crust, and he just literally can't say it. No, I guess not. Gee, why are you so close to the camera? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you so far away, bro? I'm trying to set the balance. All right, we got one more round here. We got one more round. Oh, we do? How many yeah, rounds did you make this? It was five. We've only done four. <laughs> one more round. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I add to the dynasty with like the big name brand or just like my favorite. Give me Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops stink. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively, um... though, oh, hold on. Objectively, though, if I wasn't picking Fruit Loops, give me like cinnamon checks. Very good. Cinnamon checks are pretty good. Gardy just likes cinnamon. Uh, Steven, what do you got? Give me uh, Oreos. Oreo-O's. Oreo-O's. I thought that it was Oreos because that makes more sense. It's like funnier, more clever. Already sneezing. Um, but it's oh. Oreo-O's. Bless you. Thank you. Awesome. Don't know how this fell all the way to 15. Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. I was thinking that. The Wolf. Yeah, that's a good pick. Chip the Wolf. Yeah, I'm for it. The Big Bad Wolf. I'm for that. Cookie Crisp. All right. I'll make a graphic up, but the final uh, final, final teams, I've got Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Apple Jacks, Captain Crunch, Frosted Flakes, and Fruit Loops. Uh, Steve's got Cocoa Puffs, Special K, Rice Krispies, Golden Graham, and Oreos. Clausen's got Raisin Bran, Kicks, Count Chocula's, Honey Smacks, and Cocoa Crisps. No, not Cocoa Crisps. Cocoa, Cocoa. No, geez, what do you have? Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> you guys want to, I, I got one more little, uh, little layer we could add to this. Yeah, why not? Right. We we go we go backwards. Costin, you can get the first pick. We each pick one mascot for our team. It can be from a cereal that's already been picked. But we each get a mascot as well. It has to be a cereal mascot, though. Yeah. Okay. Costin, I should go last. Why? Fine. You want me to go first? Because he's going to pick some. He's going <laughs> to pick. Some. I'll take Tony the Tiger. Okay. Yeah. I was going to take Tony. If, if anyone's not taking Tony the They're Tiger, they're great. You can't beat him. No, you, you certainly can't. Certainly I got like can't. I got like the best coach in the game with like a little league roster behind him. Yeah. I actually think that um you know like the tricks rabbit. I think that, yeah. that is like the most cracked out, like probably <laughs> on drugs like mascot no, or anything. No, ever. no, you know what is? What the cocoa puffs bird. No, the the tricks, the tricks bunny. Like knee, I guess the cocoa puff bird freaks out when he actually gets it. But like, no. I feel like the tricks bunny is just constantly within withdrawal from eating tricks. <laughs> he just needs it, and the kids just won't let him. No, dude, his name, his line is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah, I don't know how much crazier you can get. Not much. All right, Steve, who you take as your mascot? I'm gonna take uh, the captain himself, Captain Crunch. That's good. You've got some very uh, 
very, very, uh, I don't know who to pick here. Hmm. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good picks here. Do I go with Lucky the Leprechaun? I feel like that's not a good pick. Yeah. Not a good pick. That dude's soft. You'll know never get me lucky charms. Fruit Loops Bird, Sam the Toucan, a little soft. Oh, you know what? Give me Snap, Crackle, and Pop. That's like three three for one, man. Yeah. One. <laughs> Pick Snap, Crackle, or Pop. <laughs> no, give me all three. They all, they're all on the box. Or, or you know what? Yeah, I'll go with them. Although the cinnamon stick dude is pretty sweet too. Uh, yeah. Nobody picked Chip from Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Or the never even raisin bread. You know, never I'm even. I'm I'm switching my pick. I'm taking the cinnamon stick. I'm actually shocked nobody picked Count Chocula himself. No, I don't want the apple. I just want I just want the cinnamon stick. <laughs> why didn't why didn't nobody want Count Chocula himself? <laughs> I don't know, man. I want your chocolate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a baseball podcast. Um, Not anymore. Weren't we gonna wrap this up 20 minutes ago? There's um, no baseball. I've realized that we've gotten really good at just talking about nothing for like a really long time. That's like I'll look up. Like we talked about the stadiums for like an hour and 20 Over, minutes. Yeah. I really um, thought that was going to be like a 30 minute segment. It was like, that, an hour dude, that's, that's what makes a good podcast. That's what makes a good podcast. We got good. We got good cam. Good cam. Good cam. Great cam. Great cam. Uh, let's close out the ninth. Uh, Jeopardy, good show. Go to show. watch it. That's not just a good show. Yeah, what's great show? Great show. Possibly the best oh, show of all time. I was gonna say I got a new draft for us next week. Game shows. Game show draft. It's a good one. Okay. It's a good plan, one. plan on that next week. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Um. Tape it to your fridge. No, what was it? Uh, a, podcast a podcast so good you can hang it on the fridge. Right. So you hang a podcast on the fridge. You're listening to Don Bridge. Oh, shit. Very nice. Turn on the lights. Let's get ready to go. Is that what I said? I think so. Can we play that on the show right now? Possibly. I mean, it's our content, so yeah. Well, yeah, true. It's We're going to copyright strike ourselves. <laughs> All right, ready? Oh, I got it right here. Okay, go for it. Oh, this isn't too loud. Turn on the lights. Let's get ready to go. Episode six of the Gone Bridge podcast. My name's Andrew Gardner here with Alex Kloss and Steve Brady. How are we doing today, guys? All right, turn off. Turn off. Yeah, that's that's enough. That makes me want to peel off my skin. I highly suggest not listening to anything before episode like ten. Episode ten with Jared was good. Episode anything before episode ten, don't listen to it. I'd love trash. to update the people. Uh, Steve was living the dream, and I was ready to go as always. Very nice. Episode six. Very nice. That is how we were doing. You guys want to hear the? Let's. You guys want to hear the intro from the first ever show? We yeah. Want to talk about rough. You're probably just gonna be like, What's actually, up, guys? episode two is worse because it's like, gone, welcome back. Okay. Let's. I this. I haven't actually heard episode two, so. Also, we did not used to not have an intro, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everybody, to episode two of the Gone Bridge podcast. My name is Andrew Gardner. Here with Steve Brady and Alex Clausen. How are we doing today, guys? 
Doing great. How are you guys? Oh, the audio is dream, baby. absolutely good. 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 It big sounds Red like Sox news. We got, a, we got a new man. Big Red Sox news. Alex Cora is back. When will sounds Alex like we're Cora sitting in a back. closet, Alex Cora talking on a phone. I love. I personally love our first two episodes. Name. When will Alex Cora be back? Alex Cora is back. <laughs> a week later. <sighs> so, uh, you guys got anything else to close up the ninth with? I don't really got anything. Uh, uh, you know how Section Ten first like 40 episodes just don't exist anymore (laughs) that might happen that might happen so listen to uh listen to the early ones while you still can let's just delete the first 40 right now yeah that would that would be so much good content just gone no i know most of our interviews (laughs) yeah no steve no jared all gone all gone no joe bradley no jve no lars true that's a good that's a good point it's a good point good point um yeah, I guess that's the show. If you're new here, normally we each have something to talk about at the end, but there's not much going on. So with that being said, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks again to Jake for coming on the show. We had a lot of fun with him. Hell yeah. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gone Bridge Podcast and Twitter at Gone Bridge. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to download those episodes. That helps us out a lot. We'll be back next week with Steve. What are we going to be back with? Episode 69. Nice. See ya.